Welcome to the New Year's Eve episode of the Party Pooper Podcast with Alethea and Phil. Happy New Year's. Yeah, I'm just happy that 2020 is over. <laughs> so happy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the uh, realistic part of me knows that <laughs> we're not out of the woods yet, but also... Yeah, I don't know. People are adapting to shit. Well, adapting to it. I mean, I don't want to say it could be worse because I feel like that's Ooh. tempting. <laughs> well, you don't believe in that, so I don't know why you did. Ooh. Well, for your sake. Yeah. You know, I know that you care. Mm-hmm. I do care. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy, crazy year. I know we just had this discussion. You didn't really want to talk about it, but I feel like it's important to talk about it. Oh. Yeah. And I can, like, it's somewhat cathartic, I think. Like, a lot of people are saying what a shit year it was. And it really was. It was just fucking crazy. Like, just mm-hmm. the culmination of, of all bad storylines, but not stories. Like, actual realistic events, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was just awful. But, I don't know. Like, I don't know about for you. For me, it was just very bittersweet I guess because you know right towards the tail end of it I finally got I finally got uh working again which was exciting but also has been crazy painful and stressful yeah um I got my appendix taken out which was kind of like only funny the way that it kind of happened and not necessarily the actual event itself but your, your what unexpected. you got your what my taken out? oh your appendix yeah I totally forgot about that I know that was scary. It was, yeah, it was just weird. It was just like, okay, today I think this is going to happen. <laughs> like, it was just weird. Yeah. And, uh. That was before COVID. No. Wasn't it? No. Oh, no, it was during no, COVID because I wasn't allowed me. to be there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Remember you just dumped me off at the front of the doors yeah. and I rolled out onto the, you know, between the two oh, automatic doors and then they were just like bouncing clothes on my body and then somebody that's came along and helped don't me. Don't believe her. That's not, <laughs> that's not how it went down. Um, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. And uh, I realized I learned a lot from this year. Mm-hmm. I learned that even though we don't actually go out and do very much, there is such a thing as... Being around each other too much, you can get on each other's nerves a little bit. That you're way more of a curmudgeon than I ever ever could have possibly imagined. <laughs> you got some issues. At least you got me socks for Christmas that say "Grumpy Old Man" on the side. Yeah, but they're cool socks, though. Yeah, they are. They are cool socks. I wear and, them proudly. Uh, and uh, yeah, even though. 
I had a planner, and it was beautiful, and I had all these projects that I had plenty of time to do, mm-hmm. and had a whole physical transformation planned with the time that I wasn't working. Uh-huh. I didn't do any <laughs> of these things. That's a really good point because... For most of those, yeah. it was eye-opener. It's like, I really do procrastinate stuff. I, I I'm I'm so much worse. I I started exercising for a little bit and I had all these good intentions and then it just like it just wasn't working. Like I just felt like I had no energy or I was just so lazy and exercise doesn't come naturally to me in the first place. It's a it's a true fight, you know? Yeah. And um I've been thinking about it a lot and I've been trying to get myself in the right frame of mind. But in reality, that's the worst procrastination ever yeah. to keep thinking to about it and planning on it. Like mm-hmm. the reality is just do it. Like even if you don't know what you're doing, you just jump, just jump into the deep end, baby. Get up and do push-ups or like whatever, you yeah. know, you can do something. I think I just didn't like how many people were out around while I was trying to walk or run with Memphis. It really stressed me out because the first thing that bothered me was the fact that now I had to deal with children and dogs and it just made the whole the whole like experience was not pleasant, you know, because a lot of people uh, prior to this whole COVID thing already don't explain to their children that you shouldn't run up and like come at a dog, you know, and be like all over them or whatever and come in groups of six and surround them. And then mm-hmm. on top of it with the COVID thing, there were still kids like coming over and wanting to like pet and stuff like that and just made me feel awkward because it's like I didn't want to upset them but I also didn't really know how careful I should be and it was just kind of weird which is why even though it's super boring I've been thinking about that if I were to go jogging then maybe I'll just hit the track right beside our house because it's just a loop and yeah there sometimes are people there but in general like yeah. People are passing through or right. whatever. Even if somebody else is running, you, you can just completely ignore them and do your own thing. You yeah. Know? So I've been thinking about that as a means because I agree with you when you're going around the neighborhood and you're trying to go through like the forest trails or whatever, there's just, sometimes they're pretty tight and you do have all these dogs and kids and people and bicyclists and you name it. They're actually pretty busy because people are being outside, which is good, but um, yeah. it can be kind of weird for the jogging sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Yep. It was a little, it was a little weird. So then I was trying to, you know, find ways that I could just exercise here, but it's just so hard because, you know, like it's, there's, there's a lot of excuses is what it is, but at the end of the day, having to move furniture every single day to try to do yoga is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to do it outside a long time ago when the weather was nice, but we don't really have that much privacy and it just got awkward a couple of times. So it's too bad you don't have your own dedicated room oh, somewhere in the house. Up. <laughs> well, the problem with that is sometimes, and as we all know, uh, I have uh, a crazy sense of smell right now anyways. <laughs> um, hopefully that wasn't foreshadowing to anything. I just always wonder if one of these days it just, you know, won't be so bad. But then I also b- complain about it a lot. And one of the things with COVID is, is that, you lose your sense of smell. So I don't want to say that I'm actually complaining that I have a sense of smell. Oh yeah. Alethea is a super smeller for sure. Yeah. So not that I smell. No, but you, 
you that's your superpower so anyways yeah or a curse whatever. that room sometimes would have a god awful stink and i just couldn't either food or like pet or smoke related and i just couldn't couldn't do it mm. um but i don't know maybe now it'll be a bit different so we'll see i've got a two-pronged attack for my health in 2021 what's that so um as 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 a companion and even more important piece of the puzzle to exercise uh-huh. is I got, you know, Dr. Gregor's new cookbook, the how not to diet cookbook. And I've been going through it. And even though I have to admit, like all the stuff in there seems really healthy, mm-hmm. but a lot of it also seems kind of boring. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but because it's supposed to be close to I like know, the natural state I of know. the food. So like, it's just that, you know, I like the, um, Uh, I like all the Thug Kitchen cookbooks. Those are kind of my favorite when it comes to like vegan recipe books. And it's just, I'm so used to their recipes being exciting and like interesting. Right, because it's, it's, it's basically like recipes from other cultures. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of, uh, yeah, especially like yeah, all the yeah. I like mean, Mexican stuff. I, I also stuff. enjoy the books, but basically, yeah, uh, yeah that's what it's not like. You know? So anyway, that being said, I am excited about some some things. Like he's got this recipe for brawl, B-R-O-L, uh-huh. barley, rye, oats, and lentils. You cook them together, and, and he has like four recipes in the book that all use this thing. Right. You can eat it for breakfast. You can eat it for lunch or dinner or dessert or whatever. You can make everything. And I did get um, pumpkin, uh, pure pumpkin, so I could make his pumpkin pie recipe for us. Too bad somebody didn't bake a pumpkin and then put frozen pumpkin in the freezer. Oh, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can make multiple pies. That's okay. No, that's fine. I can use that plenty of other things. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited about it. Like, even though they're a little bit boring, I'm excited about the cooking and exercise hand in hand. I have hand. two questions for you. Yeah. One, wait till I ask you both. Questions. Oh, yeah. But okay, so you're going to ask two questions yes. like all right. It's a two part. Well, yeah. So, what would you say your food of 2020 was? And what would you say your food you wished was your food of 2020 was. And also, what was your favorite meal of 2020? Like what, out of all the meals that you got to mm. eat? Yeah. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, my food of 2020 was uh, potato, baked potatoes. Well, not, not baked potatoes. You lie. Fries, fries, like uh, chopped up potato wedges in the oven. Maybe. Yeah, I had that tons of times. Yeah, that's true. uh, Barry can vouch to this (laughs) because I text him almost every time I make potatoes. The unofficial fact checker of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The official fact checker. Um, Oh, Lord. And the food that I wish was my food of 2020 was definitely also potatoes in the oven. My Wilson? (laughs) Yeah. Like from Tim the Toolman Taylor? No. What's Wilson? From the... The movie is Tom Hanks where he's like uh, stranded on an island. Oh, no way. I think I think I'm Wilson and Barry is Tom Hanks. It's definitely like more. Oh, of, yeah, I guess. He's more of Sorry, the I cut you off. leader than, than me. Like I, I'm just along for so the ride. So potatoes was your was your go to food. Oh, totally. And it I, that's all I could have wished for. 
Mm-hmm. Like potatoes. It's my favorite vegetable. Okay. So what do you wish was your favorite food? Same thing. It's potatoes. Potatoes all <laughs> the way. You're so full of shit. <laughs> You're so full of shit. I love potatoes. One of those answers is incorrect or insincere or unconsciously insincere. I mean, I do I do think that I should have eaten more sweet potatoes this year. Um, I was trying out a whole bunch of different varieties of, of potatoes. Of course, you're thinking the one I'm referring to is is that you, I think you should have something even healthier. I was I was referring to your first answer. <laughs> what What do you mean? I think you were being unconsciously insincere. Oh no! I think uh, if or if anything, I I I didn't discover that's the wrong word, but I uh, I became aware of and fully embraced. Uh, the smoothie bowl. Oh, that is true. In 2020. Yeah, yeah. That was a big thing for me. Yeah. And I love that. I still love it. Yeah, that's true. I can vouch for that. And I feel that that was a very healthy thing for me to embrace. I don't think I've ever eaten so much fruit. Um, and not like in, uh, you know, like freely banana girl way, like a fruititarian or whatever oh, they're God, called. Oh, God, I forgot all about her. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. I, I don't even know. I've never actually even watched any of her videos. I'm just aware of her because other vegans talked about her yeah. for different reasons. Yeah, but yeah. like I, I, I don't even know what her deal is. Last time I saw anything about her, she was in the woods, like just living completely off grid and oh. and was like out breaking coconuts or something in the back of her yard or I don't know. I'd like to live in a place that had coconuts. That'd be nice. Yeah, well, my sister lived in, um, oh, man. In the Caribbean? The, huh? In the Caribbean no, somewhere? in the Bahamas, yeah. Um, she uh, had coconuts in her backyard, and that was pretty freaking cool. And sometimes I would see, like, because they, they lived in a, in, a, in a community, and, you know, these men would come in to do, um, I mean, there's possibly there was women too, I don't know. But, you know, like, you know how there's people who would drive around, um, and do like the grounds and stuff and keep, mm-hmm. you know, do all that kind of stuff. Well, they would also come down and like relieve the trees of their coconuts. Okay. I guess if there was too many and I was, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like how come they have to do that? But I guess it's dangerous to have them on and people's properties and then like probably accumulating and filing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, it was cool because they were, they were like, oh, we'll get them down and then you can just crack them and drink out of them if you want to. So I was living the life because I was able to have fresh coconut water and wow. i know it's a it's a funny taste and not everybody likes it but man i really really enjoy that stuff like a lot <laughs> yeah i've had that before I, I remember not being blown away by it but yeah. i like i like the coconut meat itself, yeah you know yeah I, yeah, I, yeah yeah that's definitely that's definitely, definitely a good yeah. a good flavor i like yeah. that what was the third question something about oh, a, what's a, your a special meal, meal? Oh, like what was your 2020 meal? Sorry. I had oh, to yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very recent, but it's definitely got to be the uh, pot pie that I made. I think. Oh, pot pie. Yeah. yeah. I, I did a really good job with it. It was really good. And I liked it. Yeah, and, it was um, delicious. I normally shy away from anything involving pastry crusts uh-huh. or things like that. Filo pastry, whatever. I'm just not that good at that. Um. But I went for it with a pre-made crust. Mm-hmm. But then I made I made from scratch the uh, the top part, the top cover. I don't know what that's called. The crust that that 
that is the blanket on top of the pie. You know, yeah. you have the crust in the pan. Right. And then you have the crust. The blanket crust. I oh crust. The, the blanket hat, pastry. The pie hat. Sure. Anyway, I made the, the pie to pay. <laughs> right. So I made the top part from scratch, which right. was pretty good. There's a lot of butter in there, by you the could way. Call it the pie pay. <laughs> so yeah, I think that was really good. I think I did a good job. Or the two pie. Oh yeah. Oh that's my better. god. Two pie. <laughs> two pie. Yeah, that's good. What about you? What was your food of twenty twenty? Um, I would say my food of 2020 would have to be my food of 2020. Something that I ate a lot of. Well, obviously I ate a lot of potatoes. If you were eating a lot of potatoes, um, this is going to be kind of sad. Okay. I ate a lot of those fucking cliff protein bars. Oh yeah. Like I never, Me too. I think a long, long time ago I went through a point of eating those, um, Oh, what were they called? They were another kind of protein bar, some other brand. I can't remember now. And I would always get the chocolate mint. And then I just stopped because I was like, that's not healthy to eat that all the time. And then, yeah, this year I've been eating them a lot and not even as necessarily a meal. Sometimes just because I'm like, I want a snack and those are good. I'm pretty sure it contributed to me putting on weight. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, like having it. Not as like a intermediary meal replacement mm-hmm. thing or like a whatever, but just bringing it to work as a snack and then yeah. just getting in the habit of eating like one a day when I didn't even need to. And yeah, oh, it's bad. Yeah. And I think what I wished had been my meal of choice um, or food of choice, I should say, uh, was... Um, basically green juice because when i did make it i really really liked it a lot like really actual um in, just in any the juicer? kind of juice from the juicer really okay. yeah yeah i really love it it's just gotten complicated to get enough f- fresh vegetables and not feel like oh uh, we don't have any to actually eat for the other meals because yeah. it uses up a lot but i really really enjoyed that i'd really like to try some kind of project like get a like a small greenhouse mm-hmm. and and just try and grow a bunch of vegetables, um, specifically a whole ton of leafy greens and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I know that we're not really allowed to grow vegetables because they don't want uh, animals to be attracted to the area and mm-hmm. like whatever. But I feel like if it's in a contained structure and whatever, I, I think we should just go for it because it's important. And yeah, it'd be awesome. You know, I'd like to be able to have extra vegetables to eat and for stuff like juicing because mm-hmm. it's hard to yeah, for sure. find that. So, um, yeah. And I think my favorite meal, it's a toss up. Okay. I would say it would almost be trifecta only. I know that's going to be short lived. Uh, fancy of mine, so I won't mention that one. But I think my favorite meal will be a toss-up between the vegan chili at Mud Sharks, which I absolutely am 1,000% hooked on. Like, seriously, if I could eat that every single day. I've never tried it. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's so simple, and it's so good. And if ever I couldn't get my hands on that, then they're just basic avocado toast, which sounds super lame, I know, or they're 
wraps, their veggie wraps, just so long as I can get my hands on that damn glory sauce they make. Oh my god, it's, it's called so glory sauce. Good, yeah. You realize that sounds. I know. Okay. I know it's delicious. I believe it's tahini <laughs> base. It's so good, um, but I can't replicate it whenever I try to make a sauce. And yeah, so it'd be a toss up between that and mm. Nikki Ramen Yah. Because whenever oh, yeah. we couldn't think of something to eat and we were able to go out and get it, it was Nikki Ramen Yah. And yeah. I, or Nikki Ramen Yah, I should say. Very yeah, they're delicious. good. Shout out to Awesome Ramen. Yeah, man, we're lucky because we don't necessarily see, this is the thing. You don't need to have a thousand options mm-hmm. to have good food. Like, well, I, I was thinking the other day, like about how I kind of missed living in a larger multicultural city like Montreal mm-hmm. because like in a city like Montreal, you still had like. Oh, you it, could get like falafel and stuff like it, that. With Well, yeah, but yeah. also it like there was the population density and the multiculturalism enough to support not only like multiple vegan restaurants, mm-hmm. but like really diverse yeah, vegan restaurants. That is and true. Like I, that is true. You know, we had so many different, um, like I remember that place in, um, I think it was Laval or something where we used to go. 51 calories? To get, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, something else. Was it 51 calories? Something calories, yeah. But not calories, the dessert place. What? No, anyway, and they made... Um, like all those amazing um, vegan uh, burgers and shawarmas and falafels, yeah, 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 yeah. the falafel stuff and, and the but Philly, they, but they, yeah, but they made it in like um, the party platter style. Yeah, you could order, you could order like a full yeah. party, like yeah. party platter of all these like vegan wraps oh, yeah. and mini burgers and so good. falafel balls and and their baklava, their vegan baklava oh, was, was so good, fucking fantastic it was yeah. so delicious yeah i do miss that i guess i just meant that um and like vegan sushi place okay i don't want to like start yeah. feeling bad like, no I, I'm, I was just trying but to you're right, appreciate though. the fact that no, we you, don't have a lot of options but what we do point. have is quite delicious so yeah i do i do kind of miss having the variety of like all those places that like lola rosa and all those places mm-hmm. in montreal but then um uh, an invitation V and oh man, I'm just remembering all kinds of stuff anyway. But, um, but you're right here we're we actually live in a pretty small town. And so uh, we are really lucky that even though we have like the super tiny, like downtown area street, that's mm-hmm. like three blocks of the downtown. It even sounds weird saying downtown, like it's such a, well, not for me, because it totally reminds me of growing up in St. John's. Like, that to me, it, it's like my downtown home. Okay. Except for, it weirdly, it would be like if George Street closed at like 8 o'clock at night. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so true. It does weird. get quiet very early. But yeah. yeah, we do have awesome places. There's, you know, we have we have everything we need, basically. We got the vegan ramen, vegan pizza. We got no. the vegan coffee shop. We got vegan Greek food. You know? Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, sorry. I had another thought and I shouted out no, but I wasn't saying no to you. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about more stuff for the year. Man, I'm I'm glad we just ate because if I'm actually I, I would be now. I would be starving. I'm getting was, there again. Sounds so good. I I because when I work, often I'll do like a twelve hour shift and I have to like remind myself to eat stuff, right? And like. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I get hungry a lot. <laughs> and then I come home and I'm like ravenous. Mm. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So obviously, like we weren't out about doing stuff. So we had to fill our time with things, you know, like um, I guess for you, it would be gaming. For me, it was uh, a lot of podcasts, listening to a lot of music and reading. So both of us read a bunch of stuff. What would you say was a good book that you read? Oh, there's a really great book called SPQR by Mary Beard. And SPQR is an abbreviation for Senatus Populus Q Romanus, which is basically the Senate and people of Rome. It's like a... It's a very common, like, Roman saying, Roman-associated uh, phrase. Anyway, Mary Beard's, like, a a long-time Roman historian, uh, well-educated person, and she wrote um, this really great book, SPQR, about the history of Rome, but in uh, not in, like, a super dull historic account, but more of in a storytelling way. Mm-hmm. And um, I found it pretty interesting and um i think it's the most digestible history of rome that you can find in book form because it's because of like the manner that she tells it in a story way and not like it's not like super uh boring she tells it you know with um in a way that's more interesting and it's not just like from start to finish like she goes through it in such a way that it keeps it interesting by going in more of a like a logical kind of working your way through it by, by starting kind of in the middle and then winding your way through it so that you start in like an interesting portion. And then that kind of informs learning about the uh, beginning and all that stuff. So I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, and I, I haven't actually read very much. I've been saying that I've been wanting to read a lot more Um, but I just can't seem to do it. There's so much other media. Like I find that I'm just like growing up when I was a kid, I used to read all the time. It was just nonstop reading books, which is really great because I feel like I developed a a better vocabulary for it. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy reading, but now that you have all this brain crack, like YouTube and podcasts and, immediate entertainment and looking at the news and Googling things. And, you know, it's just, I I guess our brains are wired now, especially now that we've trained ourselves to have that instant gratification and everything. So um, I find myself more often um, getting pulled towards YouTube and podcasts and, um, you know, TV and movies and Netflix than Mm -hmm. books. Even though I know in my heart that like I probably would get more out of the book, I find that I like, for example, it's a, it's a hugely different experience if you're going to read a book, listen to the audio book of that book, or like watch a movie of that book. And out of all the different ways that you can digest that story or whatever, or whatever the information is, reading the book will give you the most out of it. It'll take the longest amount of time. Um, but there's something about 
reading the book and then letting your mind, you know, yeah. uh, imagine yeah, everything no, and the way that you slowly, like you can digest every single word and, you know, you hear the thoughts of the characters and um, everything is narrated um, and you can digest every little piece instead of everything whooshing by or whatever. So I don't know, there's something to be said about the quality of receiving that information in book form. But at the same time, it, it can also feel like this is going to sound crazy, but it can also feel like there's not enough time to do all those things, even though now time is what most people have more of. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, well, you know, I want to play cyberpunk, you know, mm-hmm. and I actually finished one of the endings today. Oh, cool. So, which was pretty good. So for anybody out there that's, in my, you know, my cyberpunk peeps or whatever. So I finished the Aldecado's ending. I don't know how many endings there are. There are multiple endings. But um, I finished that one and I was fairly happy with it. It was kind of <laughs> fucked up, but I, I guess it went as good as it could have. Oh, boy. Um, and now that I did that, I'm just I'm putting down that game and I'm just walking away from it for a while. Like until they really? until they sort their shit. I just wanted to see one of the endings. Oh, so so if stuff gets sorted out, you don't have to like buy something else. It'll it'll still be. I still own the game. Yeah, but there there's a lot of bugs and stuff. And uh, also, I need a new graphics card. But all the graphics cards are like totally. You can't get one. Like they're just the supply is so limited, and so many people are trying to buy them. It's just like forget about it. Like you don't even want to bother. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe in like a couple of months, I'll be able to buy a new graphics card. But even if I did that, the game is so buggy and kind of fucked up that like you're and you're probably better off just waiting like six months to a year, waiting for them to sort all their sort out a lot of things anyways, and then mm-hmm. revisiting it. And uh, at that time, I think, or even sooner if you wanted to, um, I think it'd be cool to try to get you to play it, and we could see yeah, how that goes. Add I that think, to. New Year's resolutions that I probably won't keep. I well, first I think I think it would be entertaining for you, yeah, because the characters are pretty fucked up, and like a lot of the story, like whenever you're interacting with people, you're given usually multiple uh, dialogue options and stuff, and Mm -hmm. I think you would I think you would have fun choosing those different dialogue options and interacting with the characters and stuff and seeing like the fucked up stuff that goes on, Mm -hmm. and I would definitely be entertained watching you you know wrestle with the gaming controls and swearing oh, at the tv and like and right, also watching I'm you get frustrated with what the characters uh-huh. are doing yeah. and that sounds about I, right i think it would be i think it'd be pretty good i think we should try it as like an experiment i think it would be a lot of fun okay so noted the one thing that will slow us down is that you'll probably spend a lot of time like Picking out the outfits and... Okay, that yeah. sounds extremely degrading. Really? Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say like... But it's true though. You're saying <laughs> it, but the way people might take it is that you're saying it like I'm some kind of... Like I got to make it like pretty. Whereas it's more about oh. me being super fucking indecisive. Yeah, yeah. It's not I, about... I don't it's know It's not about how. you being vain or whatever. It's just about you... 
not being able to make a decision. If, if you're given too many choices, and that's going to be a problem. It doesn't matter. Even if I only have two things to choose, it really, it really, as long as there's an option for me, I will hum and haw over the possible so, outcomes. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes with the dialogue options, there's actually a little bar that oh counts God, down. I hate those and things. And you have to choose something before the bar runs out. And if you don't choose something, then it defaults to just, you didn't say anything, and then they continue the right. conversation with, with the answer that you didn't say anything and i feel like that's gonna happen every single time yeah it's awful i'm like i'm like somebody that got a choose your own adventure book and i play out every single possible scenario i can but as i'm playing out each scenario i stress about how what other scenarios would would have been better than the one i'm playing out like it's just it's torture for me (laughs) that being said I would be very disappointed if I didn't have any choices. <laughs> right. It's like I need it. Yeah, of you know? course. You need choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. That was kind of a dumb thing I meant to say. But you know you know what I was trying to say anyway. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes you do get railroaded in video games. And uh-huh. so even though it seems like a basic thing to have choice, the reality is that video games for like a very, very long time just to just due to the complexities of it, um, didn't have a lot of choices. And even just having, like, I, I don't know what the uh, examples would be, but I think if we were to go back and look at even video games having multiple endings, that was probably, like, a, a huge, like, thing that happened. When it first happened, people would have been blown away. Like, oh, like, what do you mean there can be multiple endings? Like, For so long, it was just this railroad of you just acting out the story Mm -hmm. without any choices at all. And so um, even though it seems pretty basic to have different dialogue options and even multiple different endings or whatever, this is actually like a really big moment, like an important thing moving forward. I think we're going to see more and more of that, but it requires a ton of work because like all the voice actors had to record all the options right no matter what you picked and they had to be nice and mean and whatever depending on how your they relationship had to act <laughs> like actors yes I mean, but no but like my I, god i remember uh keanu reeves was talking about how it was cool that like when when he plays a a, a character in a movie or something and he's acting in a in a movie uh-huh. he's got the script and he's he's that one path that one person right. in the movie but in the game because there's all these different paths and there's like different relationships that you can build with people he got to act out not only one type of relationship with right. that but he got to act out like all of them yeah that's so pretty cool he got to be the same person but then he got to play out all it's those like scenarios out all your possible futures or personalities or whatever you know yeah yeah that sounds pretty cool so yeah so anyway, that I think that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so what books do you like? Have did you read? Um, yeah, I had to look them up because I was like, I don't often remember the titles or authors, but two that really stood out to me were um, "The Deep" by River Solomon and also "Exhalation" by Ted Chiang. I think it is. I know I mentioned those on uh, other like another podcast mm-hmm. episode, but they were just two really interesting ones um that had to do with either like the future of life like how the life could be or 
almost like the past where life was born. So it's just interesting that I didn't really make that connection right away, but it's really like two books about two different, like two, almost two different, like one was more about the past and the other was more about the future. And I'm really oversimplifying it, but like. But are you talking about life as in like the life of a human or are you talking about life as in like microbiological existence? No, well, as a human, but like also where that life came from. Like where ancestors came from, not, I don't, I I don't want to get too much into it because I feel like I would give away the book. Like evolution or you're just talking about people lineage. I don't it's gonna give, give it's gonna like spoil something. Yes, it will. It will. Okay. All right. Because I'm not really sure how to how to answer that in a way that won't give it away. But anyways, trust me, it's just very good. I think you should. I think you should read them. Both of them are very good. Okay. Um, cool. The other one is the selection of stories. So oh, I like that too. Yeah, I think I think you would really like Exhalation actually because there are stories about like um, robots and stuff like that. You know. No. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Um, speaking of, I was trying to find that video today of the creepy robot dance, but I didn't. I it Whoa. wouldn't open on my. First phone. of all, it wasn't creepy. Well, are you talking about the Boston said. Dynamics? That's video? what. That's what the the Google News thing said on my phone. So of course, yeah. when I see creepy, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta open that. It's not creepy. It's it's awesome. I it's never beautiful. got to see it, but then when I scroll down and I read about it, all I saw the word dirty dancing, and I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, when I saw that video of the Boston Dynamics robots dancing especially because they had the dog there, which was hilarious. <laughs> and they even had it singing at some points, which was really funny. Um, I saw that video and I'm like, oh, in another life, I would, I would be working on that project. I like when I was a little kid, all I wanted to, to be when I grew up was a robotic engineer. And I, I never followed through with it and I never did it. And I thought I wasn't smart enough and I just didn't really, mm-hmm. I didn't have the right, you know, motivations or drive at that point in my life or believe in myself or whatever. But like it, it, when I watched that video, it brought back all those feelings from when I was a kid and I was like, man, that should, I should have been, I should have been involved in this. This is, this is awesome, but it is what it is. That's okay. But I really appreciate what they did because like you look at it and and I know you haven't seen it yet, but watch it right after this, but um, they move so fluidly and, and you have to remember when you see that and how well that they move, that that is very difficult to do. Like, it's one thing to say like, oh yeah, they got the robots to dance or whatever, mm-hmm. but this is like, you have to look at it like, you have to really realize how much work had to go into this. Like we're talking about like decades of research and engineering. Mm-hmm. Like it took so long just to get a robot to walk. And even then you like you, you can think you can imagine in your mind like a really clumsy, horrible walk, right? Where if anything went wrong, the robot would just fall over and they just they worked through all of that for so long and mm-hmm. worked on balance and movement. And now they have these amazing robots that can jump around and catch their balance and it's it's amazing. I like, wonder if they really focused heavily on movement in ballet in order to 
based in move because it's so it's it's very deliberate and graceful and oh I guess martial arts also they probably had some kind of combination of the two well right? uh well sort of so part of it is looking at how you know how nature does those things and mm-hmm. how like a leg is connected in nature and then trying trying to use that like the wisdom of you know evolution and whatever mm-hmm. to inform robotics but then the other part is that we now have really sophisticated computer systems and really sophisticated ai and you can actually start building all of that stuff like cuz it's the software that controls how the how all the limbs move and everything in order to catch yourself and like so many calculations have to be done so rapidly in order for all of that to work like even just for a human to do when you watch a human do like a pole vault or something like yeah okay they trained a lot and did a pole vault but it's like can you imagine like how much information is going into that human's brain and then being like instantaneously like you know, mm-hmm. sent messages to the rest of their body in order to make all that work and so quickly and for all those things to happen, it's like almost a miracle that could have even happened at all, right? And um, now we can actually get uh, computer simulations and then have the robots even learn in real space because each time they fall or whatever, like they are learning and the computer is like almost teaching itself, well... I fell that way, but then when I do it right this way, it works just like with, um, how Tesla autopilot's being, uh, trained right now where they're just watching like all the Teslas have cameras in them and they're just watching the humans drive right now. Great. And no, but they're analyzing all of that data and teaching a computer to drive based on having like millions of so the computer humans will driving when somebody gets in your way. You can freak out and cut them off and no, act in a well, very no. erratic. No, because see, this is this is the awesome part. Oh. Is because even though you have maybe uh, a, you know several people that will freak the fuck out and like overtake mm-hmm. and pass whatever, that's not what they're being trained to do. But what they're actually being trained to do is to analyze the totality of the human experience driving and then be. The absolute okay. best All right. driver uh, you're possible. You're not going to ever convince me that is something I'm going to want to experience. So, oh, you should really watch. Yeah. There's there's some really great uh, talks and uh, and presentations about how the Tesla autopilot is being developed, and it's really interesting. Anyway, just when you go and watch the robots dancing, just remember that it's amazing that they can catch their balance, that they can do what they're doing. I think it's pretty amazing humans can do that. Oh, too. and going back to the point about how. Did they teach them based on looking at um, ballet and ballet? And so you have to remember that there's actually multiple different types of, they don't just have bipedal robots, right? Like that look like humans, but mm-hmm. they even have, I think the most impressive one they have is this huge one that has uh, two wheels mm-hmm. and it balances on its wheel. Like a monster truck. No, what? Like, yeah, when they, when they drive up over the other cars. Uh no, like more like a unicyclist. Okay. So the, it's got this one point of contact on the ground mm-hmm. and it's balancing on forward and back. And it's got this big thing on its butt almost. Like I call it its butt, mm-hmm. but it's like this huge thing.
thing and it can actually move it can like wiggle its butt to keep its balance <laughs> okay because in the front it's got like almost like these big outstretched arm um and i've seen it with either two arms or just like one big like vacuum mm-hmm. arm and it like reaches this appendage out and in the back it's got this it's big caboose and it can like wiggle it to keep its balance you have to see this thing it's amazing okay. and it's been designed for picking up boxes and moving things in warehouses and stuff and it can do it so amazing it can pick up a box and it can balance on its two wheels i, I can see you're very excited about no, this no but like just imagine like having you it's one oh thing it's one thing just to have a robot podcast to talk about no but think about this it's robots. one thing to have a robot just balance on two wheels and wheel around and whatever <laughs> it's another thing to have it be able to like dynamically change its balance <laughs> as it's picking up something and it doesn't even know what the weight of that thing is necessarily, right. you know? Yeah, I'm sure it has sensors that can figure that out once it lifts it up. Yeah, but it's all amazing, right? Like, it's awesome. Imagine the people that came up with that. How how amazing is that, that their brains could come up with that? It's amazing. I, I love it. So anyway, in another, in another life. <laughs> Let's not dwell on the past, man. Well, it's too late now. I can't I can't go study <laughs> robotic engineering now and change my career completely. I just changed careers. And I'm and I'm happy with what I do. I am very happy. Mm-hmm. I, I really like my job and it's very engaging and I can be smart in different ways. Yeah, that don't and that's something robots. that changed for you this year. You went back to school. That's true. I'm back in school. But like it's weird when but you say that. But he wouldn't give me his jacket. What? You know, in school. Oh, I never had a jacket, sir. Well, neither did I. I wasn't born a, in like nineteen fucking like an American varsity forties. You know, like yeah, oh, we, I we, guess no. It'd be more like early, like nineteen fifties. I guess we yeah. were lucky. We had a yearbook. Like it was pretty. <laughs> it's pretty grim. Uh, yeah, but it's weird when you say like when I tell people like oh yeah I'm back in school or whatever because that's what I say. But like that's not it gives people the wrong idea. Like I'm not actually back in school. I'm doing a technical certification for, you know, a new aircraft platform or whatever, but it's not the same as like, you know, it's easiest to say I'm back in school, but it doesn't actually mean what people I think would imagine. When well, they hear either me way, that. a lot of people your age um, don't consider going back and taking any kinds of classes for anything because they're kind of set a lot. Mm. They kind of get set in their ways. So That's a really um, good point. Or they just it just doesn't come up. They're already in jobs that are on a pathway that they're on and Yeah. Oops, sorry. Um yeah. So I think, I think it's cool that you got to My recommendation to is if your horizons. If anyone's worried about not being able to do it, like if they don't have they don't feel like they have the mental capacity to hit courses and stuff and go to go back to school and do a degree or you know do night courses or whatever um i find that the biggest tool for that is teaching yourself how to learn again which i found was so i didn't even realize that i had like turned my brain off before but then once i knew that i needed to do advanced math again mm-hmm. i started going on khanacademy.org and catching up and relearning all my math mm-hmm. And then I actually was in courses and having to learn all kinds of stuff all the time. And at first I just felt completely overwhelmed because you just have to learn so many things so quickly. But I think that 
And I never really understood when people said, oh, like your mind's a muscle and whatever. I never got that until this happened. And then I had to like learn math again and like do all this stuff and do all these courses and just nonstop learning, testing and whatever. And you know what? It turns back on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was even thinking about you and how, um, with your new job and everything, it's actually kind of, even though it's very stressful, it's also, um, it made me kind of happy because you were being exposed to all these things and having to deal with all these challenges and learning all these things. And I was like, Oh, this is in the back. I wasn't going to tell you about it right away. Cause you already had enough stress and whatever. But like in my mind, I was like, Oh man, like Alethea is lighting up her brain right now. Like she's, you know, she's working out her brain super hard and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> That's so like, fucking weird for you to say, but okay. No, but like, you know, at first it's going to be tough, but then later on oh, it's going to be, I think like the, the reality is that you need to keep, you know, you need to keep using your brain and you need to keep. Yeah, for you know, sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm glad to be, I'm, I'm glad to be working. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot more is not what I, not what I thought. Um, I, I think I just kind of forgot about, it's like I forgot about how managing could be because I was in a certain bubble for so long. So I just didn't realize that this is what I was going to be going (laughs) through all over again. I'm like, no, but at the same time I do really enjoy it and I do like it, but it's such, it's such a, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Being a manager of any kind of job is, I think, so, it's such a mind fuck. Because you don't actually have any fucking power at all. (laughs) Like, you just don't. You just have everything to deal with. And then it's like, I just really, really hope that this parachute cord works and it will open and I won't fucking fall to my demise basically. No, totally. I feel you. Like I've, I've been, I was a manager civvy side and I think military wise, it's like being a sergeant. So like you're kind of senior, but you also don't have any real power, but you still have to take care of all your little babies and like, well, and that's the thing. And they're not really your babies and they're also probably not really your friends. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it can be tough. It's very difficult, but also moving here where your brain is kind of set up for like you come here and you think, okay, everybody's so nice and everybody's whatever, whatever, whatever. But then you start to see that there's a lot of darkness under there in general. Yeah, Um, it's a a cultural differences. People are, no, it's not, I don't even mean it like that. I just mean that for all of the wonderful beauty that there is, there are just a lot of things that go un, unspoken about, I guess, or unseen. And I just, it was a lot to take in. I wasn't expecting all of that. So it's kind of also a bittersweet, a bittersweet experience. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I do still really like it here. And and um, I'm glad we're here. Yeah, well, I think you're doing a really good job. So <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh They're lucky to have you. <laughs> no, I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, they it's, are. It's really hard to feel very appreciated, but you know, or I don't know. 
Anyways, I don't talk about it right now. It's kind of an emotional spot for me right now. So, well, there's there's um, something I wanted to mention about the whole reflecting on 2020 thing, is that I had previously yeah, mentioned. Oh, what? Oh, I was gonna say I didn't want to stop talking. Oh. I just didn't want to keep talking about work. Okay. <laughs> well, I just I just wanted to mention that I had previously mentioned about the uh, over the road podcast mm-hmm. with long haul Paul, and uh, I don't know if anybody out there jumped on that bandwagon with me and like just totally binge listen to all of them. And now like me have just been waiting in suspense because they haven't released any episodes in a really, really long time. Uh-oh. And so maybe he I'm got abducted. I, I want to know what happened to long haul Paul. I don't know what's going on, where the podcasts go, why they haven't been releasing episodes, but I'm really sad about it. And I'm hoping that I don't know, something can get resolved and, Paul's okay and that he comes back in 2021 because I was really really digging that podcast and now it's just dead in the water you know so in the meantime I've been listening to 99% Invisible just did a a five-part series on homelessness in Seattle Mm -hmm. or maybe in California some oh man I missed I'm not good with American cities I mean, it could be either. Berkeley? Oh, no, it was in California. It was like in Berkeley and... Berkeley? Some other areas, yeah. Really? And, uh, yeah, so that was actually pretty good. It's called, um, oh, gosh, According to Need. Mm. It's called According to Need, and it's about, like, we don't have the same system up here, um, but it's about this list, and everyone's put on the list according to need. And it's about how the resources for homeless people or uh, vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, populations are distributed. And, the, you know, they interview all kinds of people within the entire system. So they talked about like the the actual uh, houseless people. They talk about they talk to the people that are like the social workers. They talk to the phone operators. They talk to like everyone all up and down the chain. So you can re- get a really good idea of like what's happening this is this is uh i mean it's yeah i'm doing you know, hands commend commendable that you you you're so involved in all this stuff i really wish i could i, I mean i i i don't know i don't know how you let it not get to you i oh, mean i think depressing. it's important to listen to but this is how <laughs> phil survived covid was oh my like God. deep diving into every fucking awful thing that could happen and just absorbing every bit just, of information he could just about today it. i listened to like a horrible <laughs> horrible story about the uyghurs and um they're like being wiped out by the chinese in okay like, we're not doing that right now like <laughs> i know our, we're in the party pooper podcast but yeah no it's I, New Year's I know. Eve. but anyway i'm just i'm just <laughs> like, saying there's like there's there's, the fuck up. there's a huge like uh rabbit hole of darkness that you can go down right. but it's also i think it's important to it, right but i'm gonna yourself. say to you okay I love you. Okay. You need to chill the fuck out All because right. it totally 100% is overtaking your 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 soul. You need you need to get some goodness in there and it can't just be from coming from a video game. Okay, well I'm also listening to the Scrubs podcast like the Right. uh, uh Fake Doctors Real Friends, which is uh happy. And there's I nothing, haven't listened to it yet. I subscribed to it, but I I didn't actually listen to it's it. Not, it's not it's not depressing in the least. The right now, it's very positive. It's very lighthearted. It's a happy happy thing. Um, it's funny how watching all those old episodes of things, you realize old shows. You realize just how 
shocking some of the like stuff like the language oh they talk about that the storylines would not fly this day you know yeah. like yeah they crazy. definitely address some of that too i haven't actually been able to listen to a lot of podcasts lately um I try to listen to obviously uh, cannabis related podcasts, especially the Canna podcast, um, and also Cannabis One Hundred and One, that kind of stuff, just to kind of try to, you know, get all as much info as I can and stuff. Um, but uh, it's funny how my taste in podcasts completely switched this year. Like I was super crazy on the uh, true crime for the last couple of years. Um, I definitely kept up with, uh, the paranormal and comedy podcasts. Um, but I haven't really been listening to a lot of true crime. I kind of, um, I didn't unsubscribe for them, but I kind of just got away from it a little bit. Cause I felt like, I don't know. It just started to feel like I needed to not listen to that kind of stuff right now, you know, mm-hmm. which is Weird, because I still watch, like, horror movies and stuff like that, but I just, you know, and I'll, I'll read, like, a book or whatever but about it, but I won't. I just, yeah, it was too much. So I, I for the most part, listen to, uh, especially a lot lately, it's been basically, like, weed and grub, because I love them. And also, uh, I'm one of a few music podcasts, along with a couple of the paranormal con- uh, ones that I listen to, especially... Um, funny feeling because I love that it makes me laugh but yeah it was just weird like I only just realized that a while ago how man I haven't listened to insert whatever true crime here and then I was that's like really weird how I just don't feel like I'm missing out on anything right now because it was a big boom like it was a big trend for the last couple of years yeah 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 I've got a lot of podcasts I, I I listen to. I haven't ever I haven't even mentioned all of them on this podcast. But yeah, I will well, yeah, me, save a couple. Me too, but I just I'm just mentioning the ones that I actually had had time to actually listen yeah. to. I've been falling behind though. I'm trying to catch yeah. up. It's a lot. I know when people have podcasts that are like an hour long, I know it's hard <laughs> to fit them in your schedule. So I appreciate you, whoever you are that's listening right now. I know it's tough. Like uh, having, it's New Year's Eve. Let's just you know. What have we else got? We we whoa, what else have we got going on? Uh, well, I I kind of have uh, not a story, but some background information about the song that I'm picking today. Oh, are you trying to close this thing down? No, I did have one other thing. Uh, okay, that's fine. So, what would you say uh, your shows and movies of twenty twenty? Oh boy, that's would be? that's too much stuff. It's too much stuff. You can just pick one right, of each. All right, here we go. So uh, TV just shows. Just one of each. TV shows. I'm watching Billions. Just one. What's what's the one, main one that you've enjoyed out of 2020? Billions. And uh, I'm on season five. And it's 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 tough. Sometimes I, c- I can't watch like too many. Like I have to take a break for a mm-hmm. couple days even. Because it, it's, it's really intense. And it gets like... Uh, it's almost like depressing sometimes. Like when everybody's like shocker, when everybody's like losing and everybody's like sucking and everything bad is happening. And it just, uh, it's intense. It's a very intense rivalry. So anyway, whatever billions is pretty cool. Um, and what was the other one? Movies. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 
I, uh, Part A. I was trying to think of that. Like, what movies have we watched? I did enjoy Tenet. You know, I know we mm. watched that very recently, but I, I did really uh. like it. I like the, you know, the time pincer maneuver, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. It, it made it made me think, and I like that. I can't even, th- I'm like sitting here trying to think oh, of movies we watched together. And you know what? I, I did enjoy totally COVID binge watching uh, or COVID times movie watching was uh, watching all three John Wick movies in one day. Mm-hmm. I have to admit it was, it was kind of a lot for one day. It was pretty. Imagine you know, when we do Terminator. It's a little, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little much for one day because mm-hmm. it's, you know, but it was good though. And I, I enjoyed that. That was cool. But yeah, it'd be cool to do a term. I haven't even seen like half the Terminators. So that could be interesting. Oh, well, maybe we could like do it over two days or something or mm-hmm. do the Terminator weekend or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Okay. What about you, TV and movie? Um, I mean, I really liked watching. Um, I'm trying to think of the ones that we watched together. I, I, I got to say, I really liked Superstore. I miss not having Superstore it's, to it's, watch. There's going to be a final season. Yeah, I know. And, and people are not going to be on it. Like some of the characters are not going to be on it. But it was just like a something. It was like a it was like the next kind of scrubs or the next, you know, like the type of like when you're young and you know that something is coming on at supper time and you're all excited to like yeah. watch it, you know, like that's, I, I have to admit when we, when we first started watching superstore, I was like, what? I just wasn't like, I, I, I wasn't that into it at first. And it kind of like grew on me mm-hmm. and kept growing on me. And then eventually I got sucked into the, you know, vortex that it is. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. And, um, I really liked these are really frivolous, but I really like the glow up too. I gotta say. Oh that yeah, glow up! I yeah. like that too. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It was a definitely a guilty pleasure. Glow up and movies. I I. What did she? What did she used to say? Ding dong, oh, baby! Ding, ding dong. dong! Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Ding dong! <laughs> oh man! Oh, those sweaters that guy used to wear made me so angry. Like <laughs> he had some it's cool funny ones because some of them were cool. Because if the guy on Shit's Creek wore them, I would have, I would have oh, thought yeah, that I it could was totally kind of cool that. and like ironic. But this or guy whatever. just, yeah, this guy just it drove me crazy. Her with her frigging glasses and him with his fucking sweaters, yeah, just awful, awful. Yeah, that was good though. And I'm trying to think of movies that we watched together, and and I can't, I cannot think of. All I keep thinking about is the wrong Missy, but I know we watched other movies. I just fucking can't think of anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's super weird. I feel like there was a movie that had something to do with like the desert or a western or something, and then I'm like, or is that just me recalling like? Westworld or something. I don't yeah. know. It's so weird. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, that wasn't this year. No, but I I don't know. But we definitely watched a, an action movie mm-hmm. that I really, really liked that you were kind of iffy about. And I was, I thought it was really great, but because you couldn't suspend the belief, you didn't like oh, it. And yeah, I don't like it when blank. there's too many technical, uh, issues with the way that they do things yeah grenades in particular are sometimes very poorly done 
Oh, it wasn't a war movie, but. Yeah, but just in general. Yeah. Grenades, flashbangs, you name it. Like, it's just, it's not good. And uh, music-wise, so before you pick your song, what would you say, what's like, what is the, not necessarily your favorite, but just. Yeah, band I discovered this year was Camp. C-A-A-M-P. Uh, I've already mentioned them before, but I really like them. I'm wearing their t-shirt right now. Yep. And uh, I got one of their albums on vinyl, which is my hipster guilty pleasure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alicia actually got me a couple vinyl records for Christmas, which was pretty cool. Yeah, my discovery was uh, Nathaniel, is it Rat, uh, Ratcliffe? Ratcliffe, yeah. Or Radcliffe? No, that's the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the... Oh, shit. What's the name of uh, his ba- the band? I don't know. Drawing a blank. Anyways, yeah. I really enjoyed... I really enjoyed that. Okay. But, it's, but a standout album for me, and I don't mean standout in the sense of, like, it just blew my mind or anything, was... I just feel like this was the year that everybody just couldn't stop talking about whether or not Taylor Swift's album was good. Like it oh. just felt like that was fucking everywhere. Well, she's beloved. I mean, that's for sure. But like, yeah, that album was a was like a big freaking thing. It was crazy. I do like I do like Kesha's last album. Also, I gotta say, Kesha has a podcast now. Yes. Yeah, I think I mentioned that the last one. I, I like it. Did I've, you listen to it? I haven't listened to it, but... It's cute. Like, like it. I said, I've been trying to catch up on my own stuff, but um, right. yeah, I heard a, an ad for it, and it sounded pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's surprising. Like, I was like, oh, she seems really cool. Yeah. It's not just, you know, I don't know. It seemed, yeah. I'm gonna, I, 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 I feel like I am going to check it out eventually. It's probably the most horror you're ever going to get ever. Yeah, I might not be able to handle it. No, it's not. It's not scary. Okay. All it's right. Cool. Scary. Cool. Cool. That's good. So, back in 2012, mm-hmm. uh, are you familiar with the band uh, No Use for a Name? Yes. So, No Use for a Name was a uh, uh, band that I heard about when I was a young teenager, and me and Tim used to. I don't know. All these all those bands from Fat Records were awesome including like the Mad Caddies and No Use for a Name and whatever. There's a whole bunch. But uh, in particular, they were really good. Like their lyrics were super awesome. And Tony Sly, the the lead singer and main songwriter, uh, just had awesome songs. Like, mm-hmm. And they were good beats and stuff too. But like the lyrics were better than a lot of other bands uh, that were in the same vein and the same time that I was listening to. And in 2012, Tony Sly uh, OD'd in a hotel room and he died. And that was a huge, horrible thing that happened. And the good thing that came out of that. Insert the party poop in right no, now. <laughs> but, but what happened was because of this huge tragedy, all these other bands got together and they made a cover album. And it's called The Songs of Tony Sly. And it came out like, I don't I don't remember what year it came out. But um, but this whole album is awesome because it's all Tony Sly's songs, mm-hmm. which have a special place in my heart from when I was young, but covered by all these other bands. Like there's uh, uh, maybe some bands that people would, would recognize, like uh, Strung Out, Bad Religion, No Effects, 
The Bouncing Souls, Lag Wagon, uh, Pennywise, Alkaline Trio, Gaslight oh, yeah. Anthem. Yeah, I know a lot of those. Yellow Card, Swinging Utters, Simple Plan. <laughs> uh, They're still around? <laughs> Oops. Uh, Anti-Flag. Um, I know I'm I'm skipping over a lot, but... Um, yeah, it sounds cool. I just mentioned like the more famous ones mm-hmm. and and they're really good. Like a lot of these covers are really awesome because Neat. first of all, you can hear uh, the emotion in a lot of them, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and also it's kind of bittersweet hearing because they kind of uh, stayed true to the original song, but put their own spin on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just thought it was a really awesome album, even though it comes from uh, a horrible thing that happened this amazing thing came out of it and i believe that the album was for something like all the proceeds from the album went to his family or his kids or something mm-hmm. um so that's good so my song pick for today because i was kind of i've been listening to this album i found out about it years ago but um i just came back to it recently i've been listening to a lot of songs from it recently um and i'm gonna go with for fiona covered by Rise Against, which is also one of my, I don't want to say one of my favorite bands of all time, but one of my favorite bands of the last couple of years. Um, Rise Against, they're just really good. I think they'd be a good concert, you know? Mm-hmm. So For Fiona by Rise Against. It is a little, you know, it's not like super upbeat, but I'm putting it in cozy poopers because it is kind of a melodic um yeah, I feel like it's a good <laughs> song. I mean, some people might think, "Oh, Phil, like it's too negative to be on Cozy Boopers," but just, just, uh, just embrace it. You know, just mm-hmm. let it, let it wash over you. Have a you know reflective moment. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna say because I'm all over the place. Um. But I actually, I think it was in the missed hits thing in my Spotify. There was two songs in it that I really, really liked. One was Prisoners by Doves. And the other one was uh, Good Grief by Cleopatra. And for me, those are kind of like two perfect ways to sum up 2020. (laughs) Um, And before we go, Uh I would like to ask you one last question. Oh boy. Okay. So what is one, what is your fondest or at least a fond memory of 2020? Oh gosh. I don't know. It's all kind of blended into one giant thing. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> not like something that made you happy. You can't think of anything. No, not. Um, I mean, so I don't know. Back in, I don't know, like a a month or two ago. I mean, okay. So this is gonna sound weird, but uh, but even though it's been kind of a scary time for a lot of people, especially if you had a lot of uh a lot of your savings in the stock market come March. Um, it's actually been an amazing year for the stock market and for investing. And um, it's been 
that's been kind of uplifting for me because it gives me, it gave me kind of like a momentum push to uh, encourage me to set aside more money and save more money and invest my money. And, you know, you shouldn't be looking at the short-term results of anything because it's all for the long-term, but it was still nice to have strong short-term results. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, I, uh, I found out about front funder and being able to invest in, in companies, private equity. And I got to admit when, uh, when we did that whiskey tasting and Graham popped up in his kilt on the, on the screen, I was not expecting that. I thought that was really funny. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of, it was kind of cool. all All, All of a sudden here's this Scott and kilt on our TV doing a virtual whiskey tasting. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoyed that. So um, that might be my fondest memory of 2020, which sounds kind of sad, I guess. But um, I'm just, I don't know. It's all blending together for me right now. I can't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I really, I didn't make that many memorable moments, I guess. And that's on me. So, <laughs> Man, I don't know how you managed to turn that into a bummer. But you just <laughs> no it's it's good like it was an excellent you know i it was a good moment mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you what's your big memory? um it's not big it was just it's just funny i just something that i don't get pleasantly surprised often like uh-huh. um and just when you did the surprise uh, Christmas gift of the guy oh, from YouTube his doing name, the little... His name is Anders Flanders. Yeah. It's Anders with an S, Flanders with a Z. Yeah. And, uh, oh my God. Did I you like, did really you like it? Yeah, I thought it was really cute. Memphis was like super interested in what the fuck was going on. Like he yeah. was watching it too, which is really funny. Well, he said his name too. And he said there's really music cute. for man and dog. Um, but yeah, Anders Flanders, for anybody that doesn't know, and if if you also have been bummed out by 2020, Anders Flanders really got me through some tough times this year because <laughs> I just watched his videos so many times. Um, in particular, if you want to smile right now, you get on YouTube and just Google search Anders Flanders, girls just want to have fun. And you pull up that video, <laughs> it's on his YouTube channel, and it's him, he's a one-man band, so he's got all the stuff and most importantly, he's got a kazoo and, um, and he does a really, really good cover of girls just want to have fun, but he does, he has a whole bunch of other videos too. And you know, it'll definitely bring a smile to your face. He's a really fun dude. So, well, this girl wants to go have fun. So okay. <laughs> need to wrap it up. Sounds good. So see you everybody in 2021. And, uh, thanks for, Listen to the podcast. I've been having fun doing it. Thank you, Alicia, for being here. And you're welcome. Thank let's have, you. Let's have an awesome year. Yeah. All right. Do it. Do it. If you want, send us questions or whatever to partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram, Party Pooper Podcast. And that's it. Cheers. Bye.